Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Cantina Mix Football Podcast. I'm your host, Jaime Landeros. Episode 344, casting simultaneously on YouTube and Twitter spaces. So head on over there right now if you're listening and ask us some questions. Hop on the chat. Feel free to send us your love letters, your questions, your answers, your comments. But tonight we're going to be talking about Pumas and how they embarrassed Liga Mekis and Mexico on the global stage. Chivas do not like Victorias. They can't drink them because they don't have one this season. And talk about some more last-minute transfers for some players going to Europe. This and much, much more. We got MLS versus Liga Mekis All-Star action tomorrow. They had the uh, skills competition today. So we'll talk about that. But before we go any further, let me welcome Joel. Joel, how we doing? I'm doing good, Jaime. I'm doing pretty good. Looking forward to this Clásico coming up. Oh, no. Clásico Tapatio. Uh, should be interesting. <laughs> I think it could make or break, further break <laughs> the goats. Damn, man. Why you got to say some bad? Man, I was in a good mood and then you just reminded me about this. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. We're going to have to talk about it sooner or later. Yeah. Uh, just a disclosure. Um, my voice might go by the end of this night. Uh, I've been kind of been having like a weird, like sore throat. I don't have COVID or anything. I just been, it's been weird. Can't figure it out yet, but oh, man. I might need someone to like sign language for me later on. <laughs> but I mean, can we just talk about the elephant in the room right off the bat? Pumas had a friendly against Barcelona for the Gamper Trophy. It's a traditional preseason match that Barcelona does every single year to sort of kick off their season before their season starts, and they invite a special guest that they can they can play against. And, of course, it was quite appropriate that they invited Pumas because they recently acquired Dani Alves, so it was a, it was a nice way for Dani Alves to get a nice little hurrah from from Barcelona and their fans. And uh, you know what? I was I was looking forward to this because in years past, Bumas have done the the impossible. They beat Real Madrid in a similar like sort of trophy, right? Like yes. uh when Hugo Sanchez was the coach. So I was like, hey, you know, like let me see what they can do. And within the first minute of the match, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be goleada. And, <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Barcelona were up like 4-0 within the first like 20 minutes of the match and it was men against like I'm not even going to say boys it was men against like toddlers out there it was it was so embarrassing that Barcelona at one point were like all right you know what we're just going to pass the ball around you're not even going to try us it was like it was like that league where your nephew plays yeah man I was watching my my <laughs> nephew play over the weekend and I was excited to see him cuz I never have time to see him and like they were up like five goals, similar to the Barcelona beatdown. Honestly, they were up five goals in the first half. And I guess there's a rule where you're not allowed to score more goals for the rest of the game because, you know, this is this is uh, how they're this is how they're teaching sports to kids nowadays. There's no there's a mercy rule. There's there's no like tough, tough losses. No, no, like eating your mistakes. It's like, no, five zero. And then if you score another one, we're going to punish you like, what the hell, dude? What is this? Oh, they would punch. 
I've heard of those leagues, and they were like they're meant to be like friendly leagues just for fun. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's cool if it's like beginner, like you're just beginning to play. And yeah, I do remember um, seeing this one league where it's like, no matter what the score was, the games would end with a two-two tie. Oh God. So yeah, you could win five zero, but it would go on the official thing as a two-two draw. Yeah. Everybody ended up with the, at the end of the season, <laughs> everyone, same points, same same goals. And then and then who wins the league? It's whoever's got the most minorities on the team. Is that is that how that works? <laughs> I was gonna say everyone gets a trophy, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if it did, you know. And they had some type of added rule. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's pretty bad, but with Barcelona, man, it, they were just like on another level. And it's like the, the part that pisses me off is like not that they lost. That can happen to any team. Barcelona's a great team, uh, you know. It's the part. It's it's the build up to the match, right? All these players on Pumas were like taking selfies. Uh, they're at the Sagrada Familia. They're at Las Ramblas. They're like, you know, just oh, we're on a little vacation. Like, you could tell that they weren't taking it serious at all, and it was evident on the pitch. And I'm like, bro, this is your one chance since like 20 what 16 when Leon played Barca. This is like Liga Mekis one opportunity to like showcase like our skill to the rest of the world and like you guys just embarrassed us and made us look like like we're just like a, a potato league man it's just like i i wish they would have uh, taken it a little bit more serious yeah you're right you're right in that regard where it's like it does the league gets to be showcased to to you know around the world and to people that normally won't don't get to see mexican football and yeah, it is. It is like it makes the league look like a you know banana league. They get in, you know, they get whooped on so easy. Um, and the reality is, of course, Mexican teams have always been able to to put on a you know pretty good fight, and we could see the results through the years. You know, they speak for themselves, as you said earlier. Same Pumas, but under Hugo Sanchez beat Real Madrid, and I guess, and I guess that was the difference. I guess, like, I I think the coach probably dropped the ball if if the players are over there sightseeing instead of like you know just getting ready for the game, and and um, I do think that that was the one thing where it's like maybe they got overconfident and didn't think that. Barca was going to to defeat them that easy, you know. They they probably were expecting to lose, but not not to get humiliated at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and like another thing too is like if you're a professional player and you have aspirations of like maybe going to Europe, this is the one opportunity to fuck. It's like a tryout, man. It's like, yo, this is who <laughs> I am. I'm gonna go out there and bust my fucking ass and like get myself like recognize like and there's so many eyeballs on this match looking at Barcelona but if you're if you're a player like, oh, oh who's that guy who's that guy he's like busting his ass out there dude these players are like walking and shit I'm like are you fucking kidding me dude like I would have taken out the entire like starting 11 like at halftime I'd be like you know what you guys don't deserve to be on the pitch 
I wouldn't be surprised if probably Dani Alves took him to a whorehouse. <laughs> you know, uh, this happened, I think it was 19... I think it was 1999. I'm, I'm trying to remember. Just going off the top of my head, but it was an under-20 World Cup. Um, um, I might be off, but the, the important thing is is what happened. Uh, not, not the tournament. It, well, yeah, the tournament as well, because Mexico had just defeated Argentina, and Argentina was one of the favorites uh, when they were candidates, and, and Mexico beat, beats them. And uh, the other top team at that time was Spain. And, and, and so Mexico had just whooped in Argentina, and their next opponent was Japan. And, and then I, I think if they, if they beat Japan, they would have gone to the final to play Spain. And anyways, um, when they played Japan, oh, the team just looked, it just looked like a different team. They had, the one had beaten Argentina and, and the Japanese looked like, like they were like, like on fire, man. The players just run in circles and, and on point and the Mexican team just looked, just looked spent. They looked drained. And, and so I remember seeing that and thinking like, like what the fuck happened, you know? Is, is Japan that good? Or was it a fluke that they beat Argentina? And this I do remember clearly was an article coming out in La Opinion. And they said, uh, one of the reporters was saying that they caught the Mexican team had been celebrating at a whorehouse. Oh, wow. And we're going really far back. But I remember that the FMF threatened to sue if they didn't pull the story or retract. And they, they said, like, they held on to their guns, man. They're like, we got proof, you know? Like, I, we got received, so bring it. And then the story just kind of got swept under the rug. So who knows what happened, you know? Wow. Who knows what happened? Um, I would like to maybe dig into this more. Because it, 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 this was 99, so stuff wasn't like now with social media. Yeah. So it was easier to to bury shit, um, and I I don't know if this was reported in Mexico because you didn't have access. Like it was not like, and even then, like not all not all the places had like um, you were just getting at the start of the internet, and then not not a lot of places had like websites or it wasn't like it is now. And then even even now, like a lot of places don't don't have like their old, older articles. Like you won't find a lot of the old shit in there. Like it's for for a lot of the websites. But I, I I'm gonna have to ask, man. I'm, I'm gonna have to ask around if anyone remembers this. But I I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened. Yeah. We'll see, man. I mean, Barcelona is known to be a party city. Um, <laughs> either way, though, it's like... Well, I mean, you're with Alves. It's like, hey, I, I know the hot spot. <laughs> We're having a ranger, man. I'll tell them to go ease on you guys tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, you had Lewandowski. And I, I, don't, I don't know, like, 
I don't want this to be like, oh, this is a preview of what the Poland-Mexico game might look like. But, I mean, Lewandowski is sharp, man. I know he's not going to have, like, the supporting cast he has at Barcelona uh, when we do have that match. But it, he doesn't need much. He doesn't need much to, to create goals. So it's it's kind of scary to see him out there in really good form. And uh, the way Mexico's been performing and, the, and the, what I've been looking at, their output is just it's just not there. And I'm, I'm not really looking forward to this World Cup, if I'm being completely honest. It's, it's the Mexico team is like Chivas, they can't score. <laughs> it's the it's the sad truth. Uh, I do want to hear from Ricardo on this topic. It looks like he's already listening to us, so I'm going to invite him to speak if he wants to speak up. Um, were you able to like catch any of the highlights of the match? Which match? You're telling me the, or the telling Pumas, Ricardo? the Pumas Barca. Oh no, sir! No, oh. no. Yeah, dude, that could have been like a little like mixtape, like you know how they used to do like on YouTube back in the days. They take all the clips of all these like players just straight up bawling, and then. You know, they would, like, put them all together and stuff. That, that, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a bunch of highlight reels of, like, Lewandowski going in on on, on Pumas. <laughs> but, like, Rafinha, too, he had one that was, like, nutmeg. I'm like, just damn, bro. This is, just stop it already. Um, let's talk about Guadalajara. They had a, a match on the road against Mazatlan on Friday. And... This uh, really pissed me off because I had heard about VIX. It, it took over what was called Prende TV. Prende TV was completely free. That's uh, so how I caught most of the Euros uh, over the summer and stuff. And now it's like called VIX. And they said, oh, yeah, you can only watch this match. in the If you're in the United States, you can only watch it with a VIX Plus sub- subscription. I'm like, are you guys really like paywalling this match right now? And it was, I think it's like six ninety nine, and it looks like a lot of the matches that were typically free, if you had through the NA, are now starting starting to be put pu- pushed over to VIX because they want. I think that's I think that's Televisa's uh, online platform. Yeah, because it, it's also in Mexico too, so it's like yeah, but it belongs to them. Yeah, so I didn't. I'm, I'm not gonna pay to watch Chivas lose. So I'm like, you know what. <laughs> I'm like it's on YouTube. So if you have YouTube, but you change your VPN to Mexico, like TV Azteca, like broadcast these games like for free. So I was like, I'll do that, and like I'm just watching them, and like they're losing. I'm like, oh god, and I'm like, you know, what? I'm good for the rest of the night. And they end up losing the match two one, and I mean, we're not talking that we're, they're not playing against like hitters, bro. They're they're playing against like teams that they should be winning against. And they can't even get a, a a win, a victory. We're seven we're seven weeks in, man. And it's like it, it, I don't think it's Dick Chain's fault though. Like, I don't know whose fault it is, but it's just it's just bad, man. Well it's it's and you know, I'm gonna say this this um this is something that that um Almeida said because they were showing what was it? They were putting one of the one of the sports shows. I don't know which one. They put the the worst starts of 
of Chivas in the short season history. Oh, yeah. Right? And two of those came under Almeida. Really? And, I remember, uh, yeah, like, me... sharing the screenshot, but I didn't know both of them were under Almeida. No, no, it was, like, four or five and two. Twice uh, he made the... I find it now. It's on the... It's on the... On the Chivas okay. group we have. Oh, let me see. Twenty super secret. Oh, so twenty sixteen eight eight. They were zero <laughs> six and two, and then twenty seventeen zero five and two. Okay. It, it was forgiven though, because it was Almeida. See, and this is when I used to criticize him, and I used to get, I used to, they hated him because he spoke the truth, <laughs> um, and I wasn't like against him. I was just trying to say. You guys are chroming this guy too much, and he's, he's you know, uh, I don't think he's a bad coach. But so I'm going to say something he had said around the time, and he said, we're the worst. We're the team that, that uh, el, el peor equipo que se reforzó, no, el, que, el peor equipo en refuerzos. He said that, that Chivas was a team that did the worst in the offseason as far as bringing in players. Oh. And that's been the case a lot of times. Uh, it's just uh, one of the realities of the team where it's like, it's not always the ownership as well. It's just teams don't really want to sell players. They don't have a need to sell them. So, And, and it's like, not only do they want to sell, there's not that many players. So that's the one thing Chivas has been doing as well. It's like, well, we're not just going to go after any player. Um because we need them, we're going to go only after certain players. Now that I would say the only one that breaks that mold is Ormeño. And I, and I think uh, one of the reasons they did it was just to, like, open that door of, like, having players that are Mexican. and But then probably play for another national team, which we might start seeing a few pretty soon. Like, wait, was Abreu's kid born in Mexico or was he born in Uruguay? Uh, that's a good question. I have no idea. He was born in Mexico. There you go. Thank you, sir. So the, someone like that, and I know there's a Chileno too, uh, Galmez or Galdez or whatever. Galdames. Uh, there you go. Thank you, sir. Someone does their homework. <laughs> I'll be the guy on the side copying your notes uh, so I, I think that's what she was was is trying to do and and where it's like they kind of did it before with the pochos when they introduced them and then it was like like the first time it was like some noise and then after that no one cared so you're and saying so the think, next step will be naturalizado I did and I said this a long time ago Yes, it will be. At this rate, they have to because, the, dude, the league doesn't care if, to have, like, they're, they're having, um, what, eight players up to eight could play in the team at the same time. Um, well, who was it talking to, Jaime? We shared this note, too. Um, they were talking about Spain second division, and he said how in Spain second division, you can only field two foreign players. Yeah. And so then that was, and I've known this for a lot of these lower divisions from playing football manager. <laughs> I used to, 
I used to like to take kids <laughs> from the segunda to the top. Um, but so I, so like that was the difference when I and I remember people would say Liga MX. Well, these top leagues they're filled with foreigners, and yeah, that's true. But their lower leagues, they got so many local talent playing and coming up that it makes a difference. And Mexico is the opposite. Mexico's second division is filled with foreigners too. A lot of old dudes, man. You, a lot of old players. Play. Yeah, they're like in their forties. You're wondering where they're at. They're and, and Spain's second division, they got talents like Pedri. Yes. And a while back when Real Madrid got Isco from Malaga. Malaga was in second. Wasn't it in second? No, no, I'm, I'm, I was just asking. Uh, you know, they're one of those teams that jump up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true, dude. And and I think that's that's what hurt Mexico as well, that the lower divisions, just too many, too many foreigners. And it's like the, the young guys don't really have where to play. They're not getting... They're not getting the playing time that they need. But isn't call buenas noches to oh. both of you? Oh yeah, where where are buenas our just, manners? Of buenas course. Noches. But isn't that lazy argument on Chivas' behalf to expect every other team to do their dirty work? <laughs> no, it's it, not. No, no, because because this is the thing. Um, uh, I, I agree with your points, but playing devil's advocate, don't you think Chivas dropped the ball on, the, on what they got to do as well? No, I, I think because one thing that we've seen recently was how other teams started investing in youth, and so they've been doing a really good job of sniping talent from all over the place. Um, and so you have like the Pachucas, the Santos, Atlas, Pumas, all the all the Necaxa. some of these teams. Yeah, Necaxa too now. Um, but you you do have some of the some of these teams that before didn't really, you know, and America. We have to mention America. Don't forget and, about my team home. I guess in America. Oh, okay. um, yeah, and and but see then that. That just made it more difficult. Where before, a lot of these teams didn't really care too much, and and they're more aggressive with the scouting now. So it's 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 like she was like before. It's like almost didn't even have to try. And so yeah, I, I do think it's hurt them that the competition is hurt them. But I think what hurts them the most is the teams just not building Mexican players. So when they when they go shopping. And I made this comparison before. It's like when they, it's like Chivas going for refuerzos is like, like when we were going to the store to look for toilet paper, right when, <laughs> right, right when the whole, uh, what was it, the COVID? What was it, the one that Pandemic. hit? Yeah, when it first started, I, st I still don't know why toilet people are buying toilet paper. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, but I mean, you couldn't find no toilet paper. You couldn't find water either, either, man. I, A bunch of I, cagones. <laughs> but it's it was like that for Chivas. I mean, they just they can't find the players, and there's a lot of you know players that just end up kind of disappearing because they don't they kind of get um they kind of age out, you know. It's like you have this like. You kind of have like this window of like 
development between like 17 to 21 type of thing. And it's like, Mexico's just been like, you know, just kind of wasting a lot of talent just because they don't have work anywhere for them to play. Um, that's one of the things we were yeah. praising, and you're going to hate this, Ricardo, but we were, or at least I was, um, some league that was created between Liga MX and MLS. I forgot the name of it. We covered it when it was first announced. Is it NW something? Something like that, but I mean, the, you know it's going to be scouted, and this league here is going to have 30 teams. So, I mean... Even if you send five players to play in this league over here, or or that end up in Liga MX, that's five more than we didn't have. But well, that league sounds like an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> Not for those five, ten players that are gonna become professional. See, oh, I get your point, but you made the comparison of Chivas like shopping during the pandemic, right? Yeah. Oh. I would counter that and say Chivas goes and tries to shop at the 99 cent store. They want everything <laughs> at a bargain. Yeah. There's players out there. You can go down the list. Midfielder, I would say where you do have a point, probably the strikers slash forwards. There, you got me on that. But we're talking about midfielders, even goalkeepers. Well, not goalkeepers to an extent, I guess not so much either. But midfielders and defenders, right? There's a bunch of young defenders and midfielders in, in Liga MX right now. Yeah, so I would there is, but, but I mean, how many, how many are are there that you could say the team is willing to sell them? Because um, everyone's got their price. Just Chios aren't willing to. Chios aren't willing to, well, to to spend for them because Ricardo Pelaz. Is using transfer market as like the reference. I'm like, dude, you can't be using that website. I don't know if he was using that, man. Unless he said that. That's the other thing. Come on, Jaime. We can't be like those sites that. Dude, he uh, said he, he was. Said it. He said he was looking at that that kid from Cincinnati. That oh, well, we checked our sources and he was worth like 500k. You didn't yeah, check shit, bro. You went on transfermarket.com. And you typed in his name and said, oh, we should throw an offer for 500K because that's what it says he's worth. Any good player is going to is gonna be at that price range. Well, Chivas no, is just brainwashed the league and other teams are thinking, oh, everyone's overprices us. But no, good players starting rate is 5 mil and up. Yeah, but you're talking about a youth in a, like, what is it, semi-pro league. So, and if you look at, like, if we look at, okay, how many players is, does that league sell and how much do they go for, I'm willing to bet it'll be around that price. Um, so I don't, I don't really see that, like, because, man, if, if that league is selling players for $5 million, that, I mean, they're doing something right. Um, you know, I really doubt it. Um, Okay, that best maybe one point five two million. What? Really your uh, your mics has some like weird feedback. Okay, what about now? Yeah, I can still kind of hear it. Okay, let me try to. I'm gonna get another one. All right, for sure. So, Ricky, what what did you think of the uh, Pumas beatdown? Did you watch it? I I was at the hospital. I was 
I didn't have a chance to see it because I was at the hospital, but I was keeping up with it on Twitter, and as expected, man, the chief Pumas, the equipo, the false giant getting porked by Barcelona, the broke giant. <laughs> you know? It's a good way to put it, yeah. But uh, a, lot, a lot of people are overreacting, but I understand your point. I was listening to you guys talk earlier. Yeah, they probably should have they should have uh, given a better effort. But I think like well, what's a good what, what would be a, a acceptable result for you? 3-0, 3-1. I would have like, I would have liked them to see them score. Yeah, all right, I, I'll give you that. They probably should have scored, but I'm not surprised if to be honest. Yeah. And it's a, like the scoreline really doesn't matter. It's just like the the effort that that was displayed on the pitch it just wasn't there. Um, talking about players that weren't there, uh, you shouldn't be familiar with this player. Santiago Naveda is going all the way to Poland to get an opportunity. And I was looking at into this kid. I mean, he made his day de- his professional debut in twenty twenties. He's had a handful of games for America, and mm-hmm. I was on. I was like, yo, like. I know everyone is like excited about players going to Europe and everything, but this is the potato league, literally a potato league. Poland it is not a better league than Liga Mekis. I don't care what you say. So you're, it's like, you're, you're absolutely right. Jaime, but I think this, this kid, by all accounts, what I've seen, this kid got froze out by America. I'm let's not forget. Well, I don't know if you know, but, he was that was Solari's like uh confiado. He, he that was like his guy. No, he he debuted him and everything. And from what I'm hearing, the uh, Tano is not to his liking. So it, I, I think see. it was either right on the bench or on the under 21s, or he just took the opportunity to go out and play. You know. And I agree with you. It's freaking Poland. I mean, but hopefully it goes well for him. You know. I could easily see him on any other, on, on a, another league I'm next. That's what but... I'm saying. It's like, like I get it. Like everyone, what I seen, he was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember he had like a few good games. Um, and I'm just like, if he's not even making the bench, like at America, then how good is he really? You know what I mean? But you know, America is a tough, tough squad to break into. So I, I'm just like surprised that we're sending his ass all the way to Poland. And it's like, oh, where he would not even be a a starter in America, he's all of a sudden like a gonna be a big star in Poland. Like I don't know, it just doesn't doesn't make sense to me. And it reminds me a lot of uh, Omar Govea's like trajectory, you know, because he was at America and then yeah, he, another America kid. Yep, he went to like Belgium and never heard from him again. Mm-hmm. Hello, good sample. What's up? Where? Is the speaker better? Yeah. Okay, good. Good, making sure. You know, I, I think it, it's, we talked about the, you know, the sacrifice some of these players have to make and they, they take a wage cut and whatnot and, and to go to Europe and play over there. And, and one of the things that makes it difficult for them is not having that EU passport. Mm-hmm. So you could be good or you could do good. But not having that, 
is like the teams reserve those spots for play. You know, you're, you're like almost competing with now some elite, elite players now. There ain't no you know, elite players in Poland, dog. This team just no, got but, promoted from the second division. I know, but I'm saying like if you like, let's say a team in La Liga, you know, and so it's like he's doing good, but at the same time, it'll take a foreigner spot. And so it's like they think twice about bringing in yeah. a player like that because a Mexican, yeah. a Mexican, because <laughs> you guys mentioned uh, I don't know if it was you or that mentioned before. I mean, all those RGs and Brazilians they go to Europe because they have a they have a history, right? Like a team will think, oh, Brazilian Argentine, let me get them for my team. Well, are the Argentines a lot of them? Uh, they they can easily get the EU passport. Yeah, yeah. they claim they're like Italian or German or some that 1%. shit. No, it's a lot of one percent. It's, it's someone made a meatball and he's Italian. <laughs> no, it's uh, no because a, a lot of them. Um, so like the Second World War, Argentina opened their borders, and they let in a lot of immigrants from Europe, and that's. You that's, mean they let that, in a lot of Nazis? Let's be honest. Yeah. That that true. That I mean that too. But there's a lot of like Polacos and a lot of Italians came in, Spaniards and uh, Russians from all over. So for a lot of them, we you know you go back to that. It's not that far off, and so it's easy to like to like uh, you know find find the the relative the connection and then. Get the get the EU passport. It's not. It won't be as difficult. Even if they no longer have a connect, and then a lot of them still, even still have connections. But now, see, now you think about sure, you're sure you <laughs> Italiano. Yeah, you know I knew. Mira, mira, nice. <laughs> Who's this new uh, person that jumped on? New person. That's my. That's my, my uh, impression of uh, Argentine. Argentina. It's pretty good, huh? No, it's yeah, pretty good. You, 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 uh, you fool, Ricardo. No, I, I, <laughs> I watch a lot of Familia Peluche, Okay. <laughs> they, Excellent the, the show. Maid, they made the maid. <laughs> I know you did that on purpose. Um, <clears throat> no, that's that's the one thing. And then Brazil, just because it's Brazil has that fame, you know, not just pentacampeones. Or however many championships they have by now, but but also they're playing, you know, the the type of player they have. Um, that that's always been a big attraction. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. Like they they have that, like you mentioned, that fame of going over there and doing good. That's what I meant. Like how many Mexicans do you like? How many, you don't see that many Mexicans in Europe? Yeah, I think, but you know, and you know, that's. That struggle is not just for Mexicans. A lot of players from like Africa and then the other parts of South America, the Ecuadores, the Perus, mm-hmm. they go through the same, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think we we could be comparing to to Brazil and Argentina. That's just this it, like going to the extreme. mentioning that kid, why didn't you try to go for that kid? For who? For uh, Naveda. Uh, I don't know. 
Um, I mean, who knows? It'd be a good question for well, Belize. What do you guys have for, as a five right now? We have a bunch of kids, man. I don't know their names, but we have like Lado Torres and maybe they, they keep trying to like put some new players on. Yeah, there's also the possibility he might not, you know, that he he wanted to go to Europe, you know, the, or that he just didn't want to go to Chivas. That's yeah. that's the possibility too. Uh, and it's something we've been seeing more recent now because Chivas used to be the team that everybody wanted to be there, you know. Chivas or America, and that was like the teams you wanted to be in. It's only America now. <laughs> that's just not the case anymore. Manchester you know, City, bro. To your boy Chicharito. It's Manchester City he... now. Yeah. <laughs> They're not thinking about America or Chivas. They're thinking about Manchester City. No, but but the canteranos that do come out. Yeah. They, they, I from what I've seen, they they feel it more for America than the Chivas players players do for Chivas. Wow. Like the, like that young kid that I'm raving over, Emilio Lara El Pelon. That kid was balling out against 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 Atletico Noa Noa. No, <laughs> there's, there's, you know, I think there's some truth to that. Omar Bravo was talking about it, and he was saying that she was like, uh, like, like, like identity. No, not identity. Like referentes, like like players. Marketing. It's. It's no, no, not marketing. Like you have a player that, for example, is like if you had like, um, did I say Omar Bravo? It was Marco Fabian talking. If you had like one player that was like a wolfo, like a player that was like an idolo and he's maybe in his last days and he's at the club still. And so the club hasn't had players like that in a long time. Hey, man. The players that Miguel were like... Ponce is right there. <laughs> Miguel not... Ponce is a great defender. Yeah. He's been at the club forever. And on top of that, he's a great singer, man. <laughs> you know, and Osvaldo Sanchez, players that, that, you know, rose, they were, you know. Like, oh, are you talking about the America reject? <laughs> the only the thing that guy ever did good was wear that beautiful goalkeeper jersey oh that America had back in the day. That black one. Beautiful jersey. That's the only thing he's good for. <laughs> oh, man. But but you know, and he said that he was saying, and it's true. They they do like those type of players. Well, I mean, they just look at how they treat them. Not only that, they haven't been able to get them back. You know, like like when when a lot of these guys return, they don't return to Chivas. You know, a lot of them return to Tigres or yep. Mont- America, Monterrey. And that yeah, that has that has hurt. Yeah, that has hurt Chivas. <laughs> where it's it's you know missing those players that. It, it, you know, uh, if you're the youth, now you're playing with this dude that could have been your idol, or it just boots up confidence because it's like when this guy was here, the team won uh, oh. a championship or whatever, a yeah. cup, and now they just feel more confident they could do that now. And yeah, they, they just they haven't been able to get a player like that. Like, all, the, all eyes are on Alexis, man, and he got. He got he got signed with the extension and it it was like kryptonite. As soon as he signed on the dotted line, it's like he just went limp. Nah, he can't do it himself, man. <laughs> but 
Uh, I will mention Pilaz did did say that he was struggling to find players with leadership capabilities, and uh, like the team lacks like people that were willing to take that role on. You know, Polilo didn't want it. Vega doesn't want it. It's like nobody wants it. The only guy that wants it is the the retard that celebrates slide tackles. Oh, pollo, pollazo. <laughs> El pollazo. I would. <laughs> El cuck pollazo. That dude's. Cuck. Where is that coming from? Hey, I'm a chismoso, man. You got to keep okay. up with this stuff, Paul. Okay. He, his woman was at another, was uh, with another guy, and supposedly he knew about it. Yeah. Oh, man. Man, Chios is full of cucks, Briseño, <laughs> Chicharito, like a Oh, snap. I, I can't even count Wait, it. maybe he's on to something. <laughs> we need another Luis Michel to reverse the cuck. Oh, um, something's, going, something's going down in that city, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking about cucking, Chivas play Atlas on Saturday at home. <laughs> at home. Uh, I don't think there will be Barras Bravas at the match. Uh, so it will be a little bit more PG, a little bit more friendly. But let's be honest. like Ain't no one looking forward to this matchup if you're a Chivas fan. However, <laughs> maybe this is the day that you break duck. Maybe this is the game that you win finally. It took eight weeks, but you beat the current champions, the, the, the B-Campeones. And maybe... Maybe go on the path to uh, Repechaje because as bad as this start is, they're in second to last place with five points. But guess what? Thanks to Repechaje, it, it doesn't take much for them to get back in no. the in the mix. But but you know, and I don't want to sound negative, but this kind of goes into what Ricardo was saying about players that feel the jersey. Um, and I think this is where lacking some of these leadership type players kind of hurts the team. Mm-hmm. But but what I do think, because I think this Atlas is filled with like a lot of um, players that they brought. I, I don't know how many Canteranos they really have. So Chivas might have more um, Canteranos on the team. Some of these young guys might be the ones that are going to get, get it done. And I don't think uh, some of these other guys that uh, what is it, Furch and some of these other dudes that came from other teams care too much for this Clásico as like the youth that they've been playing it their whole lives. Oh yeah, at the youth levels for sure. Yeah, a lot of these so we like... We have to look into Atlas because I don't know yeah. how many how many they have. Have you um, guys seen that, uh, that that kid that plays for Atlas that he's like a black, he's like Cuban and Mexican? Jerry he's Marquez? Black. No, he's just really brown. So I'm talking about like uh Oh. He he has like a, a Afro, not not Afro, but like No, I know who you're talking about. I, I always mix him up. Um, but I know exactly I think he's a winger. I know who I know who you're talking about. But he his he's black. He has a, his skin tone is like a like a black person. I'm not talking about Quinones. <laughs> <laughs> but what about it? No, I know if no, like the, I, I if the team if the team went to Sonora Grill, he'd be immediately Segregated from the rest of the crew. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> to sit him by the bathroom. No, I was I was mentioning him because I, I seen him playing. That kid's fast. He's real fast. Yeah, he is. No, yeah. Um, 
damn it, I'm I'm trying to find his name right now, but I know exactly who you're talking about. And you you got I don't know who it was that uh that brought up that that guy that that killed that couple while he was drunk driving was that the other black kid that's Mexican too. Oh, uh, it's the well, that went uh, to Europe. What damn it! Name? What's his fucking name? <laughs> what about him? I know Eli- I know Eli- who you're Eli- talking Eli- about. Baby Yeek, you know, some Cameroonian, other other Cameroonian. I don't, I don't remember his name, but I seen him. I, I seen his face, and I, I'm, he he played for Santos, and then he went to Europe. But he's playing for like a Liga Expansion team, and that guy's fucking huge, man. Osiel <laughs> Herrera. Yeah, there you go. That's the Atlas kid. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that other guy, Chivas, you should try to look into him. He's He's big as he's big as hell and he's fast. Damn, that's gonna. I agree. Me. He's a he's I, a striker, right? Yeah, he is. No, he, I do agree with that. They do he need scored a hat trick. Did he really? Yeah, I was watching him play. He was twice as big as everyone on the field and faster than all Wait, of them. What? Uh, he's playing for Santos right now. No, he's in Expansión uh, for some team. I don't. I don't even know the name of the team. Uh, Unless he's still somehow owned, like they might somehow still like own him some way, and then that could that could be a reason. He came back like, to Santos, yeah. Oh, uh, no, so but that, I've seen him play for an expansion team. Recently. No, no, but they just probably have him. I there, think they so. load him out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So like, like, because uh, I do think as soon as he pops up in first, they're gonna make a big deal about that. So they're probably just want some time to pass where then people won't care because there's been a lot of players that have gone through something similar. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, Ramon Ramirez. Ramon um, Ramon. Damn. Yeah, there's been a few. And then, like, a lot of people just forgot or just didn't, they didn't care. And they went on to play. Um, I'm not saying they shouldn't care. Kid made a mistake. But Everyone deserves I, I a just, chance. Well, yeah, I don't think people should treat it as something he did on purpose. You know, it was just yeah. very idi- idiotic on his part. Joao Malek. Uh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, oh, hey, it was I, bothering me. <laughs> no, but that kid's good. I, I know it's expansion, but He's can, six when you foot. watch football, six foot, big guy. He plays for. Depa. Keep an eye out for him. He's pretty good. Oh, his coach is Bruno Marioni. Oh, Marioni, oh. I don't know if they would, uh, even if they were to win like the league, they they meet the qualifications to to get promoted because their stadium is only eight thousand capacity. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think – there's only, like, one team or two. There's that, like, yeah, there's, like, four teams that are eligible to get promoted. Uh, Leones Negros, I think Atlante. Uh, well, Leones Negros because they, they play at, at Jalisco. But, I mean, I don't know about the other uh, – I think Zacatepec. I could be wrong. Isn't Celaya one of them? No, I don't think Zacatepec because I think that's why um, – Higuera, because I think Higuera had that team. Morelia? And I think that's why he, he jumped to Morelia. I think Morelia does have that. Yeah, Morelia, I think. 
But that's well, if Second the Big has one of the best stadiums in, in second division, but so they have that qualification, but maybe not like financially and may they might not have Well best no, but I think it has to be like uh what is it like forty K or what is it, thirty five K or no, what? it has to be like twenty thousand, I think. Yeah, I, I heard it I heard it was twenty. Okay, let's see, man. We we're guessing too much. Nah, it, there's no way, bro. There's some teams right now in first division that don't have thirty. Who? We we don't have to guess, Jaime. We got we got Google search here, man. <laughs> we're acting like Dude, like not every stadium case. I don't think Hidalgo like Pachuca Stadium is over thirty capacity, okay, is it? Okay, the capacity for the stadium that Zacatepec place is um twenty four K. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. And so and which which team were you saying? What? Pachuca Pachuca. Okay, let's see. I think on a good day they might fit thirty, but I, it's not over that. It's not over thirty-five. There's let's no see. way. Let's see, Estadio, Estadio Hidalgo, thirty thousand. Yeah. So I'm looking at Wikipedia. Thank God for Wikipedia. So Atlante has thirty-three thousand. Morelia has thirty-five. Celaya has twenty-three. Uh, Rayados. I don't think they get they can get promoted though because they're Monterrey's team, but they have fifty three because I think they use the same stadium. Sinaloa has twenty, so they just hit the bare minimum. Uh, and yeah, Zacatecas, Tecos, no, not Tecos, Leones Negros. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember there was like a team that like. Uh, Cafetaleros. I remember when they like won the league and then they didn't get promoted. Didn't that team from Oaxaca went to uh, the Alebrijes? They won it too and they didn't let them uh, ascend. Yeah. And they even put on their page, oh, we're first division. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. I mean, you got okay, like... Okay, so, so you were right, 20K. That's the... Um... Minimum, yeah. That's the minimum of the British... The stadium you have to have to go to to first division, I think. Who was it? Lobos Buap. I think their their stadium was one of the smallest. See, Joel, you mentioned that, but just recently, someone on Twitter posted that if Liga MX has those 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 rules and bylaws, right? If that was the case. Okay. A bunch of those MLS teams wouldn't be in first division. It was up to Liga MX. A bunch of their stadiums don't fit that risk equipment. That that twenty k, twenty k. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, but what does that want... gotta do? With... <laughs> no, I'm just saying because the infrastructure. They're beating oh. us in this and that, but their te- their their uh, stadiums don't hold the twenty k. The MLS no, All Star but... match in Minnesota. Nineteen thousand four hundred. So yeah, yeah. No, well, this this one thing. Um, there, there's uh, in regards to that, you know, it's because the teams own their own stadiums, and so the the smaller the stadium is, obviously, uh, the upkeep is cheaper. So that's a big reason because, uh, like for example, back when they had the North American Soccer League. They would play in NFL stadiums. 
They just look so and empty. So it, and it, not only do they look empty, you're paying, you know, it's like you're throwing a party for 50 people in a salon yeah. that hosts 10K. And it's like, it doesn't make sense to pay all that money. So um, that's part of the, their infrastructure is that, well, they have stadiums that house less people, but it's um, easier for them. The whole upkeep, you know, repairs, whatever. And, and it's it's some of them, some of these stadiums, it's like, they can always make them bigger. You know, they, they can be made bigger. So I think that's smart in their part where it's like uh, you don't have all these stadiums that are falling apart, which is something that's happened in Mex where it's when they were saying like the, the FIFA requirements, like the FIFA stadium requirements. So you had all these really old stadiums that need upkeep. And that's, that's something that like, for example, like Azteca, since they've been re renovating, they made it way smaller. You know, it was like at a 110 or 120 at, at one point. And I think they're at like 90, like around 80 or 90, but they got all these like VIP, Palcos uh, Weep. I think in part, I think that you mentioned it. I think it was because of uh, they host NFL games now. Who does? Uh, Azteca Stadium. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They do. yeah. So they they did more, you know, we need more access to the yeah. to the reaps. Not like to a certain the... toilet bowl stadium. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't watch you as the whole. Like a <laughs> uh, I don't know. If... Did you see what the Shakira uh, concert did to our field? I don't want no, MO, no freaking football teams playing on our pitch. That, wait, that toilet bowl. It, um, I always thought that was one of the big mistakes from, from Vergara, man. I, I think <laughs> leaving, the, it was... leaving, the, leaving the Jalisco and putting dumping all that money for a stadium. I it's think never he... a mistake to own your own stadium, dog. It is, man. Especially one of the most beautiful stadiums in Mexico and in North America. It is because it's, again, we were just talking about this. I mean, it costs money for maintenance and all that. And, and if you're not my like problem, Chulas, not my pockets. It's not like they're exactly selling. I'm now, not convinced you know? that we would have more titles if we hadn't spent the money on a new stadium. I'm not convinced. You, you don't think how much was that stadium? Like a hundred million? I don't know. Let's say a hundred million. When Chivas had like yeah, that it cost team, more than that. Okay, but I remember see, hearing back in the day it was two hundred million. Yeah. Two. Okay, I, I was being generous. Let's say two hundred million. You Chivas, you have the team that won in 06, or was it 07? You don't have to sell a lot of these players because when you have when you have a really good team and then your players become seleccionados and they won, of course their wages go up. That's part of the reason why Chivas ends up letting go a lot of these players because they can't afford, you know, it's not in their budget anymore. They can't afford to, to pay. But if you got all this money, they would have kept a team that strong. It would have went back in their years. pockets, bro. They wouldn't have spent it on, on the players, bro. Trust me. Well, if it's corrupt and if you're saying they're corrupt. Well, it's just like, there, there's well, like, they are corrupt. I'm not convinced that like, oh, if we would have, because it it did cost two hundred million to make. I'm not convinced that we would have spent two hundred million on players, and and we would have gotten more titles. I, I'm I'm just not no, convinced. No, not two hundred million, but think how much money does it does was the team putting into the stadium, and that's money that instead of putting into the stadium, 
they could have put into the squad uh, and at least to keep it competitive. And to me, they would have won way, way more. They would have had more titles by now. I disagree. I think you're giving these guys too much credit. Hold yeah, on. dude. They would have fucking taken that money and just spent. Dude, we're talking about Helica here. Let's say they put 50 in. I, like, let's say they just put 50 mil in the in a new plantilla. What's, what, what, like, what, how can you be so sure it wouldn't have ended up like the 50 mil or 40 mil that my my third Diope life spent on Chivas? No, because see, right now we're talking about like the money is going to 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 afford to pay these players wages. Mm-hmm. Now they're not exactly buying, it's like we have this extra money, so now our our budget for wages is this much more. So then they can't afford to have a stronger team. Sort of like that's how Tigres does it and all these other teams because they have more money to, they can afford to have, you know, a team with players like Iñak and whatnot. They... Did you guys see that guy from, uh, that, that guy from Grupo Carso said that he that he offered three hundred million for Chivas. On Twitter. Yeah, that guy from Grupo Carso. He said that, uh, or I don't know if it was him or another guy reporting it that he offered three hundred million. That's been well. You know why that much? Because they don't want the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> With the stadium, they're valuing the team at close to eight hundred. No one's gonna the... pay that. Yeah, nobody wants the stadium. See, I'm t- you guys just proving my point. The stadium ended up being a bad deal for Chivas. Nobody wants it because it's it's just money that's needlessly going to be wasted. Oh, I'm not arguing. It's a toilet stadium. I have I have no <laughs> dog in the fight. I'm just saying. It's supposed to be a volcano, okay? And that's supposed to be the clouds. I do think eventually Chivas needed their own stadium because Jalisco is owned by Clubes Unidos. So she was never owned Jalisco or, or even had like stock in it. They were just kind of part part of like the deal. Um, I do think eventually they, they would, but I think, I don't think they were in that position. Like, I would have want them to just put money in making the team more successful. And once you're like, you know, you're kicking ass and taking names, and then you know, build a stadium, but like do it right because it's. This guy didn't. He he wasn't thinking like, okay, where's the best place for me to put the stadium? Mm. He already he owned that land already. He did and it on the fly. He did because he want. He thought he was gonna be able to like bring business there. He said, if I put Chivas Stadium, and then it's gonna bring this other businesses because the plan was to have like five oh, buildings like in hotels there. and yeah, shopping. Yeah, center. didn't you say to the middle of nowhere, Jaime? It's pretty far out, man. <laughs> See, that you was know, the, dumb. the first rule of realty, man. Location. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, there's no other place to put it. Like, it's, it's such a big I stadium. But who knows, Jaime? Who knows? It uh, could. Guadalajara is a fucking crazy ass city, bro. There's no way they would have. They would have had to like tear down some houses and shit. Like, it just wasn't gonna happen any other way. They could. They could have put it. Um, what's that section? Going into the zoo. Yeah, they could have done it what's, there. All what's the, that? What's that called, man? I forget. Like the Hadin there? It's just going to the zoo. Um, 
No, I'm very, I just fa- love this. I'm very familiar with it because yeah. I walked to the zoo mistakenly. <laughs> and, dude, that area was sketch. <laughs> they were, There's a lot of trees. There's a lot of trees around there. Dude, I was we, walking around we, with my girlfriend, and I felt <laughs> bad because every two seconds, Medicina, Medicina, Medicina. They're, yeah, well, they're all geez. trying to sell me drugs, bro. <laughs> there you go, man. I mean, they would have, Chivas would have um, gentrified that area. But, but yeah, knock, knock, take down some trees, and, you know, knock out some old neighborhoods. And there you go. Yeah. That's some, what great, they did. some great stadiums have been built that way. Not yeah, well, tearing down neighborhoods. The, and Staples, the Staples Center. Dodger Stadium as well. Oh, that's, oh, right. that's right. right. Yeah, they kicked out all those mechs, all those paisas. Yep, that's right. Joel on baby duty. I do want to talk mm-hmm. about other teams in the league, so I'll quickly go over some of the results. Uh, right now in first place is Toluca. They are doing very well under Ignacio Ambriz. Uh, they beat Tijuana 3-1. Over the weekend, I believe this game was on VIX, so I, I wasn't able to watch it. Um, mm. Monterrey in second place with 16 points, and they also had a really good weekend. They beat Leon 5 1. No, they didn't beat them, Jaime. You know what I'm gonna say? What they porked them, they porked them. Uh, oh, like... that was bad. <laughs> And Leon's a pretty scrappy team. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty bad. Uh Tigres in third place. They lost to Pachuca on Sunday. Tuesday. They're very beatable. <laughs> and then Pachuca is in the top four with, with twelve points. Uh Necaxa, Santos, Puebla, Tijuana, Leon, Pumas. Cruz Azul, Juarez, Atlas, America. What's up with you guys yep. in 14th position? That tour, man. One win. That tour. That is true. You one, guys did one, have. One win, though. They had one win and they jumped all the way. Weren't they in last place just like a we week two before? Wins, well. Two wins. Yeah, we, we beat Toluca with that amazing uh, goal. It should have been two, but my boy, El. Fidalgo, El Niño Polla, they discounted his goal. El Niño Polla? Isn't that a porn star? Yeah, like that porn star. <laughs> Jaime told me this. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have no idea okay. what the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> no, he looks like a stool. I don't even want to Google it, dude. Uh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> that and El Negro from WhatsApp. Don't Google that shit, dude. <laughs> I never thought that. Or este Zage. Don't, don't Google Zage either. El Fidalgazo. MLS has been, I mean, Matheus Carrega has been whoring out America to the MLS and to all these European teams for this tour. Tor Aguila. Yep. You guys played some pretty good competition. Mm-hmm. Nos quedó chica la Liga MX. 
Yeah, should be... I, I will say that does take a toll on you as far as like having to travel to the states and then still have like your league games in the on the weekends. Mm-hmm. As of right now, Liga Meki's best players are in Minneapolis uh, for the MLS versus Liga Meki's All Star match. Please contain they're, your excitement, they're, guys. They're in Minneapolis, and they're over there in Minneapolis. They're playing patty cake, canicas, and jump rope while Flamingo and Corinthians are playing uh, an intense Libertadores match. Crazy, crazy times. And you know what else is crazy is people are asking, hey, where can I see the the – all-star game instead of, hey, where, where can I watch Libertadores? Like, Disgusting. Well, because All-Star has like, Chicharro, Vela, and some of the players that these guys want to see. Um, Those Pecho Frios? Well, they want to see them. Like, like, I don't think a lot of people will probably have access to, you know, the Campeonato Brasileiro and, you know, to know who's playing and you don't care about that match. They don't care, care about MLS either. You're, you, did you see that, that article I tweeted you? Which one? Because I get a lot of articles. About the MLS <laughs> and its shit ratings? Oh. <laughs> if it was a TV show, it would have got canceled a long, long it, time yeah. ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, their ratings, their ratings have never been that good. And that's the whole thing, and we bring it back to the stadium because then their stadium attendance is good. So I do think that's hurt them is the exposure to TV where they haven't been able to, like, you know, get over that hurdle. Um, Don't worry, guys. We're we're only one year away until all this goes away. What's going to happen, Jaime? The World Uh, Cup? MLS... All their games and rights have been sold to Apple. Oh, Apple, yes. I so forgot. unless you have that's an Apple, great. unless you have that's an Apple, news. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like no more to the end, and you know, gromeando every every player. But but I mean, exclusives. I mean, because could, Apple could just be for English. Uh you're right. Hold they got on. everything, bro. About that. No, they could just no, be. English they got broadcast. everything, dude. They got everything. Hopefully, not, they get well, everything. You're not going to be able to watch any MLS game on your local TV station or anything, dude. They got the you, whole so package. You're Apple's going to do Spanish broadcast too. Um, Don't put it past them, Hull. They do that with uh, whenever I'm flipping over in the on ESPN when I try to watch boxing and the MLS matches on. Yeah. If you try to click on, the, on like your local team or something, it doesn't let you go to it. Oh. Yeah, so starting next year, like Apple's going to be doing all that. The only bad part about that is it also includes the the league's cup. So, uh, some of the league and Mekis teams will have to you have to watch it on Apple TV. But uh, I was watching this All Star game today. It's not it wasn't a game. It was just like they were doing these like skills challenge thing, and you know, as per usual, the league and Mekis players were not taking it serious. They were just jerking off. And I'm like, I'm like watching this shit. I'm like, bro, I wish they would put like an average, like, like a per that's not a professional that doesn't do this for a living. I I wish they could just put them like alongside just to see how 
how good these guys really are. Because, dude, this shit looked easy as fuck to me, bro. Honestly, like, you got to put the ball in, like, the little, like, nets or, like, hit the little targets. Oh. I'm like, bro, this is, I could do this in my sleep, bro. Like, I don't know, Jaime. That's part of being a profession is making this these things look easy. Uh, no, because I remember when I was a kid and, and, you know, like, they would have, like, the friendlies, you know, uh, at the Oakland Arena or whatever. And, and they would have these, like, little things for the for the kids to do like i remember all these challenges bro and i would always be like really good at them i'm like dude this is easy like even hector Herrera was like struggling with like the easiest ones i'm like man well that guy's retired though jaime you can't use him as an example <laughs> he's he's an old man you should have seen the the broadcast so they were like oh hector Herrera. He's gonna he's gonna win this one. I'm like he lost. He he actually got embarrassed by uh, Luis Chavez, but uh, in the end, Liga MX came back. They did like this like volley challenge where they had to hit in the goal and like uh, one of Atlas players did like two or three like scissor kicks. I'm like holy shit, and then they did like a crossbar challenge at the very end, and I was like okay, but uh, tomorrow is the All Star game, and obviously all the MLS fans are like we're gonna win this and. Liga Mikey sucks, but I uh, just want to know if you guys have any any predictions for tomorrow, if you guys even care. No predictions, I mean, I don't even know who's who's there. I don't even know who um who got called up for either side. I'm guessing Chicharron Bella. There was early, way early on with this, the joke was that MLS had more Mexican players than oh yeah than the Liga MX All Stars. Um, well, they no, have this is... they have Herrera too now. <laughs> That's embarrassing, man. <laughs> see, see now, now you see the Chiva pain. Do well, you see I, how I, bad I see... things are when uh, the MLS All Stars have more Mexicans than the Liga MX All Stars? I don't blame so much the. I don't take it that way. I take it more as these guys are Pecho Frios and they don't want to deal with the Mexican League. Just like uh, I was going to mention earlier uh, that uh, Chicharro, he's like, uh, oh, I'd play for free if Manchester United called me again. I bet he would. You you should have that posture when a team like Chiva calls you, man. Instead of playing for so a team that no one cares about. Querétaro is more grande than any team in MLS. Also, what a stupid <laughs> statement that is. Like, oh, yeah, I would if, if they, I would do it for free. Like, oh, yeah, I would bang King Kardashian for free. Like, well, of course you would. Like, what kind of stupid question is – what kind of statement is that, man? I'll play he for- was probably yes. He was probably yes, Jaime. He's been saying a lot of dumb shit lately, though. He's been saying that, oh, if Madrid called him, he'd go back, too. Like, no one's calling you, man. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. No one's calling you. Typical cuck behavior. No one's on the phone being like, please fuck me right now for free. Like, no one's doing that, Chichero. No one. Not even Chivas. Chichero. So he's chasing cloud. But he says. would take him in a heartbeat, man. That guy's a clown, man. Yeah, so is Vela. Vela doesn't. Vela doesn't care though. That's the difference. I don't think Vela's a clown, man. He's he's a he's pretty a good. He's a pretty smart guy. He's just like misunderstood. Yeah. 
He's got. But he's going to go down as the guy that retired at 30 at MLS, man. The prime of his career. I don't think. Yeah. The, I don't think he cares because he's got exactly. money. So you, he's you say got that? a good quality of life. You guys say that. You think he's going to lose sleep at night? Mexico. Then they end yeah. up in Mexico and they try to look for a job in Mexico. No, they he's try not. Try to stay though. relevant in Mexico. He's not. He has enough money that. He's good here. Bro, he doesn't like he's, soccer, man. He ain't gonna try and get a yep. job in Mexico. He's gonna he's he could be I could see him staying and being some type of some type of job in uh in LAFC. He's he's gonna try to be an NBA scout. <laughs> <laughs> but Ayaso. no, I I think he's he was just really good at well, he is good at football, and he was never like super into it. But it became like something he could do for money, and he did do we, it for many break years. It down, this guy never won anything in his life, ever. Yeah, but that doesn't make him a loser, dude. I mean, the life. He How has, dare you? He won an under seventeen World Cup. Does that not mean anything? No, nah, it doesn't. He played at a World Cup. <laughs> He he's very accomplished. I a lot of people play in World Cup. He won a gold no, cup. No, they don't. Oh, I'm a lot sorry. Of football players. I mean, nah, nope. Let me retract that. Nope, nope. Look, if you see the number of people that try to become professional, it's it's like less less than one percent of the people that try out the numbers that will eventually make it to professional. Let's and then see. the ones that stay as for they have a career, even less, and then those that become like stay in the spotlight or get get to be, you know, in all those big tournaments. It's 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 not an easy sport, man. It's <laughs> no, I'm I'm not arguing the numbers in regards to no, because you said a lot of people, but it's not, dude. If you think about it. No, Not I'm just really, more man. so comparing him to his peers. Hall. That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay, but still, he he got to do all that, and he just doesn't really, you know, it's not his first love, it's a, man. It's a, it's a job for him, but I do agree it with is. you. He hasn't he hasn't won anything. Let's be honest. I was trolling. He... But that's my point. Like he's up there because let's let's be honest. A lot of people like him because he came from Chivas. But he's talented, man. I don't if he think wasn't... people like him because he came from Chivas, bro. Are you... A lot of people like him because of that high He doesn't even remember he was playing for Chivas at one point. No, he doesn't, but gullible fans do. This guy no, never, he never made... even played. He never made his debut. Yeah. Tell that to those gullible fans. <laughs> Honestly, I think more people that defend him or that are fans of him are because he plays in the MLS for LAFC. <laughs> He's retired as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And so is Herrera, man. That guy's washed, super washed. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm looking at this World Cup roster. I'm like, dude, why are we taking him? The only one I would take would be Chicharro, honestly, because we need goals, and he's he can score goals. I wouldn't. I would take him over Henry Martin. Now that you're speaking about Martin, he just had to put the fear of God and that he was they're gonna send him the Chivas. And he just happened to start scoring goals, man. Crazy. Like, no. Okay, I'll do better. I'm sorry. 
He scored a brace against Juarez, too. See, this is what I don't... <laughs> he just had to scare him to go into Chivas, and then he got his shit together. What I don't get is everybody was shitting on Martin for fucking <laughs> years. All of a sudden, he scores a brace to give you guys the victory, and he's like, oh, yeah, he's he's the real deal. Not, not everyone, Jaime. Fuck Jaime, not, I, I was always a Martin Nutrider since he was at Cholos. I actually wanted him for Chivas. Since he was at Cholos, I thought... He would have been a good capture. He still patas a raqueta to me, but I was just hoping Chivas would buy him. And <laughs> if you if you guys listen to that interview with Belize with that guy, don't don't uh, I mean expect him to end up at Chivas eventually. the The answer that Belize gave is pretty like uh, how would I say? Open-ended? Yeah, yeah. an open-ended, yeah. He kind of teased at the end. open-ended answer. Like, oh, they're still trying to get him. Yeah, they're still trying I mean, to get him. And you said you would be good with him leaving. Because, oh. I mean, yeah, Chivas could use him, man. Who doesn't like cash? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Well, they already put a price on him, five mil. That's not even that bad, honestly. Chivas just needs to... But in Chivas, that, that's going to be inflated a little bit more. That's going to be closer to 10. I'll, put, I'll call my, my Tio Azcarraga and I'll get him up. <laughs> I'll get him down to 7 for you. For sure. Uh, we have some pretty mat- uh, interesting matchups this weekend. Obviously, we talked about one earlier, Chivas Atlas. But there's also another rivalry, Pumas America. This one, to me, appeals because... You, you come off of getting that beatdown 6-0 in Barcelona. You kind of have a chip on your shoulder. Now you're at home, and you play against America, and you know there's a rivalry there. Do you think Pumas are going to sort of try to make good graces with their fans and, and get a victory? Definitely. Any these other teams are like when Central America plays Mexico. Like, they they get infuriated. They, they play with, like, us. A second passion, man. Like it's like the World Cup Mister, final for them. Yeah, it's a world. It's a Super Bowl, World Series, World Cup final, all wrapped up in one for them. Yeah, that's what you know. That comment. That's something that I agreed with Hugo Sanchez. I heard him talking about the Puma players when they played Barcelona. Yeah, and he said that's how they should have seen the game. Like it's like a final, like if they're playing a World Cup final. And I do think for a lot of these players that are not gonna be selection or they're not gonna be in like big teams and whatnot, it is man, because very few chances you're gonna get to play in a venue like that or against a team like that. That's a once in a mm-hmm. lifetime opportunity. Yeah, and so I do think um in that sense, Liliani could have dropped the ball where he he didn't communicate the importance of of the match. In what other just universe it, does Barcelona just, play Pumas? Just, yeah. Just because it was a friendly, you know, that, that shouldn't matter to them. Well, Mexican teams are like that in general, though. I don't know. I, no, I, no, no. Wasn't on. it you, Ho, that mentioned that fine, the Libertadores final against North Sudamericana with Pumas, too? Where they played, I don't know, what was it Boca that they played in the Sudamericana final back in the day? And like in the pregame, like the Boca team or the other team, I don't remember which team it was. It was an Argentine team, though. And they were all intense, firing each other up and getting ready. 
And Pumas was just nonchalant about it. They're like just happy to be there. You know, that wasn't me, but that's a good, that's a good analogy, you know. And I do think that does happen a lot of times. It was uh, Pumas, Pumas or Spoka. Well, there you go. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. No, that and that does come from, from I do think lack, lack of being in those type of tournaments, and mm-hmm. even from the fans because those players know that if they go back, the fans won't let them live it. You know, they won't let them forget that. And it's like they know that at the least they have to go down fighting, or else because the fans expect that. You know, the fans make you know because they're. Uh, it, and and I do think fans should be more like that because, yeah, I feel the same way uh, that, you know, Mexican fans are like that too, like very nonchalant. Now, I don't mean like having to go like they were doing, um, who was it, to Monterrey when they were like waiting for players in the parking lot and or going to the hotel. Mm-hmm. That's, a bit, that's a bit too much. But I do think they could put pressure to Directiva and, and stuff like that. There's other ways of putting pressure without threatening the players. Um, but there is. But because I remember Chivas when they when they gave him a a pass into the Libertadores finals, and and Vergara said, "Yeah, we're not gonna get any, we're not getting any refuerzos." And that to me was like, this dude doesn't seem to care. You know, he should be saying we're gonna because they were allowed. I don't know if you guys remember. Mexican teams, where all the teams, they're allowed to get like three, three extra players. Mm-hmm. Like on loan, right? A lot of yeah. Well, you could just register three extra players, and these Cardoso guys. Cardoso Pachuca. Yeah. Bonita Pachuca, Cardoso Cruz Azul. Yes. Bunch of examples. Wait, Chivas Boni, had, where? Uh, Corona as go- as goalkeeper. Mm, oh, and okay, and, yeah. and uh, well, obviously, right. Oribe Peralta also, to Chivas. And, yes. Yes, they did. He, they had him for Libertadores. Yep. <laughs> That's why I get so upset when you bring up this uh, Campeonato de Chocolate, Joel. I, I remember these. I mentioned in that tweet, I mentioned you. I mentioned with uh, what I sent to you. Both Chivas, more so Chivas, they were at the cusp, man. It was right there for them to get the Libertadores. And then these... These scummy mafioso uh, Liga MX owners want to feed us shit in the spoon, man. I remember I was working at a uh, when I was in high school. I remember that final. You should. I was working as a bar back, and uh, it was during summer. I remember. I'll never forget because though when I was working, the game was on, and you should have seen all the Chivas. There's never in my life have I seen so many Chivas fans <laughs> before. And they were, uh, they were screaming that Bofo goal, that that pat, that header he uh, that he he did on uh on inner. Yeah, it was the. It, I, I'm a Chivas hater, and even I felt that when he scored that, I was like, man, that's just crazy. And then they're they're trying to feed his shit with a spoon with this MLS tournament. MLS tournament. Oh, yeah, the this, league's yeah. cup. Yeah, the two don't compare, but there's nothing we can do about it. Um, and unfortunately, people will tune in, and that's all that matters. Um, but yeah, guys, I, I gotta put a bow tie on this conversation, but I do want to hear your closing thoughts for episode three hundred forty-four before we sign off. Well, 
I'd like to apologize. I think we're uh, me and uh, what's his name, the uh, Al Pastor, were a little harsh on Joel in the last podcast. It was like a handicap <laughs> match back in the day. We were going off on him, but you just gotta understand. Oh, I'm passionate about this, man. No hard feelings. <laughs> well, as a big boy. Yeah, he can handle it. He can handle it. He's on mute, though. <laughs> oh, man. Good thing you said as I was talking for the last two minutes. He's like, you mother... <laughs> <laughs> I was saying... I, I could have no, promo on you, man. No, I heard it. I heard it, and I was talking. I was saying... This part, like... I was like Cantina, because it's sort of like... We wanted to create that... That, like, pub banter. Like, if you're mm-hmm. watching a game, drinking a beer... Sometimes we would. I used to. We used to drink on during the show. <laughs> um, but that's no nah, man. That's that's part of the football. Always, you know, like you said, the passion that comes with it. I, I don't. I don't take it. I don't. I never take it negative. Um, so it's all good, and that's what we like. That's why we like doing it in live spaces, and and always invite everyone to to speak. Absolutely, man. We encourage it. We need to hear it too. We need to hear <laughs> opposing opinions because it could just be a Chios podcast the whole time. So we need we need people on the other sides, you know, and be like, "No, you guys are pathetic." Like, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Joel, uh, what you got for me, man? Ah, uh, just I- on goats. My closing closing thoughts. I, I do think. Uh, this is going to be a big game for them, the the odd last game. And I do think if, if they could turn it around, this would be the match to do so. Uh, and in case they don't, just Casalas is the better team. Um, I, I think they should just let, let Cadena finish the season. They could start looking for someone else. I, I've never been a fan of coaches coming in mid-season or with, you know, and, and then they it's sort of like it creates this, like, bad cycle where it's like you come in to try to fix a team and then let's say you get one or two bad results and then um, and then all of a sudden they pile it on for the next season. So they, they make it seem like like it's your fault. You know what I mean? Is like this Cadena's last match for Chivas? I I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I mean, it would the team would just look bad if they put another interim, you know, otro, otro interino, and then uh, it, it just looks like a joke to me at this point. What do you I mean, replace like just, the replacement with? Well, that's why you start looking for a, a you know the best possible coach. And and then you give him a clean slate, then you don't you know, let this guy finish the season however it is, but no need to, you know, bundle that those defeats. I remember when Boy came in, right? He came into a pretty shitty situation, and then he had to play these teams from Europe, like Atletico Madrid and all these teams. Man, this, this guy was thrown into a boat with a you know. Leaks everywhere. <laughs> and I think he was doing a good job, but fans were hating on him because they piled on 
whatever trash was already there, they just piled it on and, and he never really got a fair shot. You know, from the start, people were already like, he sucks and and whatnot. No, Who do you want then, Joel? Who would I like? Ah, oh, man. Being realistic, like, of who the team could get, I would go for La Volpe, though I don't know if he would want to come back, mm. given the whole thing with the Podolo guy. And well, well got, the, that was, do they still have the same masseuses? <laughs> no, I think it was Angelica because that, that created that whole thing because it was during the whole Me Too movement. And I think mm. she just wanted to, like... Because she's, she's, like... She she was living in New York, and she would, like, give money to a lot of these type of... Uh, Organizations. Like, like, or, yeah, so I think that was something that she she sort of pushed so that she could look good, you know? Yeah. Because you never really heard her... the the You never really heard her say anything, like the, the podologa lady, and it's like she was just trying to ride this wave and ruin this dude's career. Um, yeah. Which, um, I mean, there is that possibility, but I just don't buy it, man. This dude's pretty loaded. He's, you know, he, he could just, he can afford some top tail if he wants <laughs> to, man. It's, it's not like he's thirsty. He could just go, you know. I, um, so I've I, learned that in Mexico, a massage means something else. And that was one of the rumors that 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 this, um, you know, this lady was doing favors for the players. Oh, I so bet then, she was. So then there's that, and that and makes sense. That they told her like, "Hey, man, she's she's DTF." You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then you maybe know, he forgot man. to use the code word, and she was just like, oh, "How dare you!" <laughs> well, she she could have been like, "Well, just just with the hot guys, you know, I don't need your old balls, <laughs> you know, put that thing away." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because damn, you know, think about it. These dudes are are you know, wouldn't you do the same if you're like? If you're a masseuse for like some female volleyball team, and there's all these hot girls, and they're just, you know, and then all of a sudden the coach comes in one day, <laughs> and it's 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 yeah. No, I get yeah, it. We're going, we're going off topic again. I, no, it's I I do think because uh, this dude continued his career and that sort of went away. But it was kind of nasty thing to happen. Um, but I, I do think he he would be a good fit for the club. I think it's like one of those jobs where like, you know, if, if HR fired you for that, I don't think you're like hireable again. No, but he, he yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but it's Mexico, and, and though. He was. He ended up going to. But, you know, Chivas, Chivas always try to be like, we take discipline, you know, very serious. And, you know, what I mean, like, I don't, yeah. think, I don't think they would they would rehire yeah, him. No, I, I know we're like joking about it, but I, I, I don't think is that we don't take that serious. Um, it's just the way the case played out because it went to court, and it went to court. Damn, it did, man. This dude. How much was tried. his hand job? Jesus. <laughs> no, wait, Jaime, we have to be, we have to be, uh, you know, we Sorry. can't be insensitive because we had the the recent thing with the with the female coach oh, doing yeah. to the players. That's right. And so you have that happen too. 
But then this one, I think the case got dropped. And, and that's why I feel that. Um, and then she didn't really go on and talk about it. And, all. and she had a lot of backing because, of, you know, Angelica was, yeah. was making sure that, you know. And, and so, but I do think that it was, it was a bit more on the fabrication. That's just my take. I'm not saying that's, yeah. that's what happened. Um, but I, I think he would be a good fit as far as like he he work he go he knows how to work with youth, and he knows the league. So I I would he's worked with Pelias before. I I think he's uh, one of the yeah, <laughs> that's, well Pelias is America. Yeah. Um, damn, Dude, that's how low Chivas has fallen. They're, they're just <laughs> all these America players. And well, he played for Chivas too. He did. He did, but he was from the Cantera. Oh. He was from the, he was from the America Cantera, man. For sure. Dang, you, you're getting me depressed now, Jaime. He's <laughs> ending in a what low a, note with. What a great way to end the podcast. Accusations and whatnot. <laughs> for sure. Well, want to thank everyone for hopping on tonight. Thank you guys, and we'll see how this MLS League MX All Star match goes on tomorrow. We'll see uh, who's going to have the bragging rights for for the rest of the year, and I look, I'm looking forward to these uh, these two civil wars. You know, you got the Chivas Atlas match. Maybe this is the the turning point for the season for Chivas. Probably not. And then we'll see if Pumas bounce back against America. Uh, either way, we'll talk about it next week on Cantina MX Football Podcast. And that's that's it. That's the show. Thanks. <laughs>